Hello, brothers and sisters. Glad to be with you one more time to sow seeds of faith into your spirit, man. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bless every hearer of my word that you've given me. Cause it to bring forth fruit exceedingly. Cause the glory of God to fall upon them in majesty. Cause your glory to saturate, your healing to saturate, your prosperity to permeate and saturate their whole entire being. Cause your glory to shine upon them, Father, your face to light upon them, Lord, and give them shalom, peace. I bless the city of Mobile, Alabama, the mayor, the city council. I declare peace, decree peace and shalom in their everyday dealings, in their business dealings that the spirit of revelation and wisdom will be upon the council, the city council in Mobile, Alabama, and the mayor himself, Sandy Stimson, and that our city is a blessed city, a highly favored city, a prosperous city, that is great unity in this city, that wickedness is brought down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is exalted over Mobile, Alabama. I declare the same thing and decree the same thing over Pensacola, Florida, that the mayor and the city council are on one accord, that the shalom of God is within them by, 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 by the spirit of God, that peace and, and righteousness and shalom, unity, blessings upon Pensacola, prosperity. Let Satan and his bunch be brought low and let the name of the Lord Jesus Christ be exalted over Pensacola, Florida in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, this week we're going to talk about spiritual development. So at First um, Peter 2 and at verse 2, it says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Now when a baby is born, a baby can't do anything for himself. The baby is totally dependent upon his parents, especially the mother. But that baby, when that baby is hungry, that baby is going to cry. And that baby desire that milk. Oftentimes, I don't wash them. They go crazy. I, you know, I got, <laughs> got a lot of children. They go crazy when they want some milk. And they act like they're about to lose their mind to get that milk. Well, Peter saying that we got to be the same way about the word of the Lord. We got to have a, a supernatural unrelenting desire to read that word, to hear that word. Faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. Do you know reading the word is the same as hearing the word? In the old covenant, the Lord told them to keep the word of the Lord before their eyes. See, he told them to put it all around their homes and, and, and that kind of uh, stuff so that they constantly see the word because when you're reading something, you're hearing it in your spirit, man. Even if you're reading it silently, you remember what you read. So faith come by hearing, hearing the word of God. And reading is hearing also. I just want to clear that up because some people think it's only by literally hearing the preacher preach. But faith is built by reading the word also. And also faith is built by confession. Well, faith without faith is impossible to please the Lord. But your faith is, is really developed by developing your spirit man or your inner man. And your inner man is developed by 
the word of the Lord. If you take somebody at your church or somebody you know in the world who can play skillfully on the guitar, well, while you was out ripping and running and doing whatever you was doing, they was practicing on that guitar. They probably spent two to three hours, maybe all day playing on that guitar, practicing on that guitar every day until they became a virtuoso. And so a person that's skillful cooking, they probably been cooking since they was a child, probably then read all kind of cookbooks. You see what I'm saying? Watch grandmama cook, watch their mother cook. And then some people just had an interest in it where they researched it, watch videos and this and that until they became an expert at cooking. Like me, I might have to read the direction. I have to measure this up and measure that up. And it still might not be right. But a, 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 a professional cook or somebody has been cooking all their life, they don't measure anything. They just pull that stuff in there. They know how much you need just by looking at it. And, and they might add or subtract depending on how they feel in their spirit, man. Why? Because they are highly developed in the skill of, of cooking. You got an auto mechanic. Uh, uh, one of my friends told me one time, say, his granddad was so expert in those engines that he can listen to the engine and tell you which valve was missing. Or uh, if it was some wires crossed, he can pretty much listen to it and tell which wire was off. And uh, those guys, they could come across a problem that nobody else can solve, and they can solve it because of their expertise, but they didn't get that overnight. They worked at it, they worked at it, they worked at it, they worked at it, little by little. Here little, there little, line by line, precept upon precept. See what I'm saying? Until they became a vitrucio or expert. Well, the same thing is with your spiritual development. You know, you could be playing a little game on your phone, and I done did this myself. That's how I know. You know, you can do that in, in three or four hours and pass, and you done went to level 280, you know, on that game, Candy Crush or whatever. And so what'll happen is, when you're doing that, you're becoming a retrusio on playing Candy Crush. Well, but, but that might not be what you need to be becoming a retrusio or expert in. You probably need to be, uh, um, reading the word, if you if you need to be healed, you need to be searching the scriptures and finding scriptures on healing. If you got a financial trouble, you need to be searching the scriptures to find all the scriptures on finances. Well, in general, you just need to read the Bible anyway, because that's how you develop your spirit. Well, when this scamdemic hit, I had uh, through the years, I had been always, every day, I quote Psalms 91, a portion of it, that no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come down my dwelling. Well, so when the thing hit, a lot of Christians even was in fear, but I wasn't. I knew I wasn't going to get it. And when I, and, and if I said that to somebody, it would offend them because they didn't have a revelation of why I would say that. Well, the reason I said that is because I constantly said day by day for for for, for many years now. It I, it was just I, I and that that's not the only scripture I quote, but it was a part of my confession where I say no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come down my dwelling. 
Well, because I had confessed it for so long, I actually believed that no plague could come down my dwelling. Now, I know that sounds unbelievable to a lot of people, unless you have developed yourself spiritually. If you hadn't been quoting at yourself and developed yourself in that confession, you would think what I'm saying is crazy. You'd be like, oh, D DK, a little cray-cray. You see what I'm saying? Because he think he's not going to get it. And I say, you think, no, I don't think, I know I'm not. Well, why you think that? You you know, you you took your shot, you don't wear the mat. Well, it's because I had been quoting the word for so long to my faith was built up in that area. And see, now, if you've been, uh, if you're one of them kind of people, right, a sickness come in, you go go find all about that sickness on the, on, on the internet. You get all the reading material on this disease. You, you go out of your way to research this disease and what it calls you to do. Well, you'll be highly developed in unbelief. And when the sickness come, it'll kill you. It'll, it'll do exactly what you done read about because you done set that before your eyes and not the word of God before your eyes. And you'll get highly developed in unbelief. See, if you're watching CNN and Fox News and all that all the time, you're going to get highly developed in whatever they're saying. If they're telling you to hate a certain person, and you watch that every day, and they say, hate this man, hate this man, you'll be highly developed, <coughs> pardon me, in your hatred towards whoever it is. Well, if you always reading what, what it says, love your neighbor as yourself, you'll be highly developed in loving everybody. See, it's whatever you give yourself to on a daily basis, you will develop. You take these basketball stars. These guys didn't learn how to dribble two basketballs and go all around the back and all that and jump and dunk over you and all that just by sitting on the couch playing a video game. No, they was outside bouncing the ball. They probably was little children, four or five years old. Couldn't stop bouncing the ball. Probably getting on your nerves because you hear that all day. Boom, 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 bouncing the ball. Well, they developed themselves in the skill of dribbling and became an expert or became very adroit at that until they was able to go to college or go straight to the NBA. They probably, I know one guy, he used to shoot a bunch of jump shots every day till he, uh, uh, Chris Jackson back in there, he used to come to Mobile and play. Until, until he, he would just, man, he'll pull from half court, just shoot a three like it wasn't nothing to it. Well, what it is, he said he used to go to the gym and shoot 100 three-pointers every day. Well, many people have majored on developing them, themselves in the body. They just spent millions of dollars. Look at Alabama football. Alabama, they know how to develop your body. They got doctors up there that specialize in that. And, and you notice they win the championship. They have some of the greatest athletes. First, they recruit good, but then they develop the men they recruit, make them superior athletically. Well, <clears throat> they spend millions of dollars to develop that skill, pay the guys millions of dollars to develop themselves athletically, developing the body. You got great institutions where people that learn to develop the mind. They studied the mind. You got brain surgeons. You got people that studied medicine that's very great at studying medicine. They learn, if you, if you get, get, tell them what your symptoms is, they pretty much know What's wrong with you? They didn't develop the mind. They People have majored in developing the body and developing the mind or the soulish realm. But many people hadn't majored in developing their spirit. Now, I do know a couple go to my church. 
the guys are engineers and his wife is a physician. <clears throat> and they also speak in tongues and operate in the gifts of the spirit. This is what God wants. He wants a person to develop their spirit, their mind, and their body. But put a heavier emphasis on the spirit realm. That's what Paul meant when he said body exercise profit you little. He didn't say it didn't profit you anything. He said profit you little. But what he, <coughs> what he meant was, <coughs> instead of people majoring on the body, uh, majoring on the, on the mind, Paul said, I count everything I learned dung that I may obtain to Jesus Christ. Why? He was saying the development of the mind and development of the body is okay, but it's nothing like developing your spirit. Now, I said all that to get to, to, to this point. To develop your spirit, man, you must search the scriptures. You must find the scripture that pertain unto you or your situation. And it's easier to just have a reading plan. Just keep reading the Bible. And so then when a situation come up, you'll kind of know what that scripture is. And you make it out of confession. Kind of like how I took Psalms 91. And I say, Lord, I thank you that no evil shall befall me. That means no, nobody steal from me. That means nothing bad will happen. I will not have any calamities. You know, and I keep going on and on. Then I say, neither shall any plague come down my dwelling. That includes the flu. That includes the coronavirus or any other virus not named in this book. Whatever it is, it shall not. It is written. It shall not come down my dwelling. Jesus drove the devil back by saying it is written because he was highly developed in the word because he was the word made flesh and dwelt among men. So brothers and sisters, develop your spirit. If you develop your spirit by reading and confessing the word, you'll be able to solve or get through any situation or any problem. I'm out of time. I'll talk to you next week. Be blessed.